Welcome to Just Winging It. We're back after our first live recording. There's no applause. It's a little bit of a downer. It's a little bit of a lot of a downer, because in addition to not being in the live situation, it's also uh, raining, like, kind of torrentially. Both of us are home from work today. We're recording this via Skype. You have two different just sets of headsets on for some reason. Depressing. This is just you, you should see just you should see the rig weird. that I have. This little you know all for this one microphone. I'm using like a fancy SLR camera rig, just because oh, it that's had what the that cam- is. That's yeah, just because it had the mount on it. Right for the uh, microphone. I thought you were just but doing you know, like a Doctor Octopus cosplay. Personally, <laughs> sometimes winging it is all about uh, depressing days and making. I don't know what, what would David Foster Wall say about this. Uh, he would say uh, that we had an amazing live event. <laughs> <laughs> if he had been there for it. <laughs> and yeah. it's funny, the, the energy level is so different. I was so struck. Do you want to like take a minute and go through that that live recording? Play for a by second? play. Yeah, because yeah. I thought that was just so fun. And uh, and I was so like impressed that people actually came to it and um, hung out. <laughs> I was like, man, I'm... I, I was experience, want to, I right? I to apologize to people when they come to anything that I'm involved with. I always want to be like, I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you don't have to. I totally I know, get it. Exactly. people I, still like, I showed totally up. I totally relate. Know? Um, I can totally, yeah. So that was really nice. I always, I always feel that like, you know, like I obviously want to, you know, promote something and talk to people about it, but I'm always like, but you know, don't worry if you can't make it, you know, it's a big drive. You have to go with the kids. Like there's always just that. <laughs> yeah. I give them like a thousand outs just in case, which honestly yeah, exactly. partly is probably a little bit protecting my ego too. Now that I think about it, because well, then, then I'm able the to say like, well, they just didn't come. Cause like they had this going on or they had the kids or they had something, you know, I'm like coming yeah, up with all the yeah. reasons why I can justify them not coming that are other than me just not having any talent and nobody wanting to be there. No, I think you're so, totally right. I mean, I, you went right there, but I mean, I was, I was going to ask you like, why do you think we do that? Cause that's something I've also recognized. And like, I feel like I, I especially after the show wanted to, you know, pay everybody who went and, um, <laughs> Not actually pay them, but like I just, you know, I expressed obviously gratitude and I, it was like, it's this weird thing where you just, um, I don't know, it makes you feel really grateful for the people who showed, but almost to the point where you feel a little guilty. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> well, you know me, I'm, I'm like racked with guilt about everything. So, you know, yeah, this just yeah, fits yeah, yeah. right in. But, uh, so maybe we should great. work on that. Maybe we, we should probably just, should. you know, we should just shout about all of our events and everything else we do and, uh. Well, no, we shouldn't do that. No. I, I mean, I think it goes. We talked about humility in that in that uh, live recording, and I feel like that's a, you know we can look at the the positive side of this, right? Totally. But we and can also make it a stretch that. goal for twenty twenty, like you know, <laughs> per Finn's suggestion at the end, to yeah, uh, thanks, to try to Finn. feel less bad about right. inviting people to things. Because at the end of the day, this thing's free, so you yeah, know you don't have to fucking listen to it. But if you are, we love you, and if you're not, we also love you. Maybe a little less, but we do, we do love you. And thank you for coming. It was amazing. It, it really was an amazing experience. Like, we, we honestly, it was an experiment, right? I mean, we said we wanted to try this out. You know, the stakes were pretty low. We found a place that uh, gave us the space. And, you know, we just wanted to see if it would work. And it was pretty spectacular. I was struck um, by how much harder it was to concentrate, which is not much of a leap because yes, I can't concentrate anyway true. on any single thing for any given well, amount of time. That's fair but that too, was like yeah. I, I was I was really struck by how because you know we record so frequently and in such a yeah. specific. Con- I mean, even literally on the same sides of the table, right? Like, not yeah, only do we yeah. record in the same room all the time, but we like sit in the same spot with the same mic set up, and we record the we same just hold format. hands while we we're just talking. hold hands and slowly chant. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> and I was so struck by like just deviating from that, even you know, discounting the audience and like the distractions with the piano and the breaking glass and all this stuff. Like there yeah, was yeah, this yeah. other layer of just not sitting at the table in that room and trying to get back into the swing of like an episode. Right. And being it, present with each other, which is, yeah. you know, a lot of what this is about. Right? right. We got there, but it's funny. You can hear, you can hear, I think when you listen to the episode, there's like 20 minutes where we're kind of feeling that out and we're kind of getting to that point. And it's yeah, like, yeah. it's still fun to listen to, but it's clear. It's not like quite as like organic. And then we kind of lock into it all of a sudden. And it's like, that's the just winging an episode. Yeah. And we yeah, burst yeah, yeah. it live, which was pretty cool. It was really cool to be able to work through that and, and have it Facebook Live. Um, so, you know, if you haven't had a chance, you can listen back to the episode or um, watch the Facebook Live recording of it. And, uh, you know, I'd prefer you just listen to it because it sounds better and you don't have to look at us. So that's, that's probably plus. the best bet. That's a big yeah, plus. That's yeah. a plus. Um, but seriously, thank you to all of you who, who showed up. Um, I'm a little disappointed in the millions of you who are listening and did not show up. But, uh, you know, maybe next time. We'll do another one. And they had the goal we'll to RSVP, to us. you know? These yeah, millions exactly. of people. I mean, the guest list was in the tens of thousands to the potential millions right. of people that were interested. And of those people, yeah. well, actually, you know, how many would you say showed up? Being real for a second. How many How many people do you think came? I have zero spatial intelligence. Like, when I look at a crowd, it, yeah. could, it could have been it could have been two people or... Um, 3,000. We'll say it was 3,000. 3,000 people actually came to this thing, which is just... <laughs> no, I mean, it, it, being honest, there's probably like 25 or 30 people there yeah, who came yeah, like, yeah. just for that, this that's show. That's about what I would And guess. that's freaking right, right. awesome. So thank you, guys. Yeah, including the wait staff. Yeah, yeah. Including <laughs> and all of the service workers who were there, the construction department. Um, the people who were forcibly uh, subjected to listening to us. Yeah, we're, right. We're counting them. But hey, some you of know, them actually were listening. We're using a little device to count oh, like when you got well. on a boat or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Why do, what, what is the deal with those? Is that really still the best way to do it? Uh, well, they still do it. I was on a boat like three weeks ago, and they were still clicking. It's not even just boats, though. I've seen them. Yeah, I've seen them at like shows or like different events. I feel like I've seen people just standing there with a the clicker as you go through the gate, kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's a pretty simple mechanism, but I, it must yeah. it, clearly it works because it's like you it don't have like changed. an ass talking for that. No, I no, I should have though, man. No. It's too yeah, late. Should have. That's all right. So I was surprised. Uh, I was surprised so many people saw through my ruse. Well, saw that I wasn't rusing, rather. That was right. Uh, yes. Well, you know, it was an educated audience. They they I probably was. knew their drama, yeah, uh, history. So you know, I'm sure that's what it was. Their upstate New York regional yeah. cultural history of <laughs> drama in the early 20th century. Sober exactly. Sue, man. Sober Sue. What a. And then that story turned a little sad too. I have to say that that I know, know right. I mean, I we was make a book about her. That you shared that with the audience is there not already one no there's not no there was a listicle wow. literally for that i looked up like weird <laughs> stories people won't believe and that was like the third thing on the list wow. and i was like well you, uh, we're going i feel like that's cheating yeah a little bit but all right that's well fine. i mean if i don't do I that mean, then i'm making it up you know yeah that's true that's fair all right and you're never gonna I thought know it was supposed to be stuff that you actually knew that was you know trivial yeah but see the things that i actually see now i'm second guessing myself after you caught me that one time you know when you first like got it right and i was like shit now yeah. like he's now i don't know what's common knowledge and what's not and there's also this fine line you have to walk between things that are like too specialist because it would be like That's dickish true. of me to talk about yeah. something that i learned like in grad school that nobody else would have like any any idea what i was talking about right like that, that wouldn't yeah, be a, so true. it has to be something that like people could know in a general context but would be surprised by something you inter- you interact with on a routine basis that you never really took a second yeah. look at. 
you know, there's, it's an art for sure. It is an the art, and there's art more that art coming. Isn't and that you're a book or something? The art of bullshit should be. I think Donald I mean, Trump sure wrote it. it. Is. Anyway, you're something, gonna yeah. you're gonna you're gonna get more of these, so stay tuned. All right, that sounds good. Um, I should have mentioned too that I'm now on a ticking time bomb with uh, Luke, who you know. So we're both recording from home today, and uh, l- the reason I'm home is because Luke last night um, threw up a couple times, and it was one of these things where you know how it is. It can it it was two throw ups um, within I don't know. 20 minutes of each other so it could easily just have been like something that he ate or like a you know one-off kind of thing or it could you're lifting your shark slippers as we talk that's yeah, my, a feet, my feet are cold <laughs> oh man you're always on miss frizzle are those great shir- um, i am yeah thank you those are great slippers <laughs> so so luke last night you know there was oh my god you're drinking you're drinking off a, what the f- <laughs> what Oh, are you distracted by my, looks my like, shark week like a big slurpee gulp. cup? Shark week, shark week slurpee cup. That's exactly like a tongue twister. Is. And it tastes delicious. Shark week slurpee cup. I'm not so, even trying to distract you. This is way. just the shit that's by my desk. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. I'm on, I'm on a ticking time bomb and I'm just wasting the minutes here. So Luke last night, you know, threw up a couple times. And, you know, ugh, the boy is a saint. I mean, unlike Grace where when she throws up, it's like it's an event, you know, the, the drama that's along with it. And I don't blame mm-hmm. her. I'd probably be the same way. Yo, I'm that way when Luke I throw on the up. Other, right. Yeah. He <laughs> starts singing opera. <laughs> <laughs> so Luke, on the other hand, um, you know, he, he whimpered and cried a little bit and we could clearly, you know, tell through the monitor that, uh, something bad was happening. So we go in there and of course it's our worst, you know, fear, uh, and that he threw up cause that is our worst fear every night. Right. Um, and so, which is good because you know we're lucky to live in a state where our worst fear is just that our child throws up, um, right? So we we <laughs> so you know it's always a two person job. You got it. One person's doing the cleanup of the bed, the other's doing cleanup of Luke. And uh, but but the whole time he's just like chill about it. He wasn't crying. He was just like you know tired and wondering what was going on. Um, and then you know quickly got settled back after we you know remove all the sheets and go through that whole process. Uh, and then, you know, within 15 minutes, we hear it again. Um, it, it, it shocks me how little of our kids food, like how little they actually chew Mm. when they, like at this age, at least, I mean, he threw up and there was like a, (laughs) there, you could have remade a taco from what he threw up. And I bet it would not have been very good. the, (laughs) (laughs) The black... The black beans were perfectly preserved. You know, they were still like, they had that perfect, because I cook, you know, a good black bean. So you do. they were very they were hearty. The, the, <laughs> they were still the totally the right consistency, you know, firmness of a black bean. The classic uh, Abdullah to be, to black be, bean approach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, to be clear, I throw, a can of black, <laughs> I throw a can of black beans in a pot and heat them up. So, you know, that's. <laughs> <laughs> and then you go, Mwah! Yeah, exactly. Um, but, but what the hell is it with them? Like, they don't actually chew or digest the food. I mean, this was hours later, and he's just... Anyway, so well, we do to, that. You know, to be honest, John, uh, that might not be good. <laughs> <laughs> Our kids definitely have, like, barf barf when it comes out. So I wonder if maybe uh, he has, like, a stomach acid imbalance, and that's why he was throwing up last night. Maybe it's really... Wow. Uh, is this Is this historically an issue with him? No, it's actually never happened with him. Okay, First well, maybe ever. you should, like, <laughs> look into it, because there could be something going on. 
with why he wasn't digesting it. No, know? he was just, he just like inhaled the black beans last night. So he was just, he probably just ate too much. And then was, I'm going to go know how that. to chew. I immediately see, this is how our brains work, right? Yeah. You immediately go to like, he's got some long-term gastrointestinal Chronic. issue. Yep. And I'm like, eh, you just ate too many beans. You're like, you know, I he just, had cancer. Can I remind yeah. you of that, please? <laughs> <laughs> and I love how I say it immediately in a Southern accent. Like Child. A, that was like a South Park Southern accent. I got cancer one time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, um, so anyway. Fair enough. Neither, fair enough. I'm just saying, you was, know, consider. Yeah. Consider it. I'll consider it, okay? But for yeah. now, I'm just going to go with he's fine because this whole day now, he's just been, you know, he woke up. Like, so we, we as a precaution, we stayed home and Bethany took the first mm-hmm. half of the day and I'm um, on the second half and he's just been like happy and, you know, he has like oh, an good. off day. He's great. No more barf. So, no more barf. Uh, any any but, intimations? You know, any... <laughs> <laughs> any of that thank you for that <laughs> oh man you're making me see the thing is i think it's just some oh i think it actually is some viral thing because i'm like feeling woozy yo you look like you're getting sick man have you have you checked your stomach acid levels are you, you vomiting and a license plates coming can out you imagine because... can you imagine i just want you if if you see me starting to hurl just hit record hit record on the video you got it so that you get the skype of me just barfing all over the camera you know what i'll do is i'll, I'll get a slow-mo video on my iphone and so i can slow it down just get be... like the real eruption <laughs> and the whole splatter on the on the camera yep. That'd be... <laughs> i'm glad he's feeling better man that's good so he's fine and i'm fine too uh i think but you're not maybe fine. not by the end of this you're sick <laughs> so if i end up hearing him uh cry all of a sudden that's because he woke up from his nap and that means we're ending the episode so we'll see that what happens good. although i think you should leave it running and we should have like a, yeah. you, know, you know like cloverfield like or blair witch project these like found footage movies we should like create <laughs> just make it into one of those where like in the background of the distance you hear screaming has that ever and, been like, done with a podcast a found podcast you know oh man that could i think be. we just landed on a fucking idea that actually sounds pretty amazing. Yeah, although it would be tough because, like, the you know the whole thing with, like, found footage film, which you'll notice if you ever watch one, is that the the video clearly looks like shit because it's supposed to look yeah. like it was just, like, spontaneous and not <laughs> So correct. we'll just add, like, but the audio, noise to the audio. Well, but the audio is always, like, really clear in these things because you have to be able to, like, tell somewhat of what's going on. So, like, right. the, the trade-off is that if you watch something like, you know, Cloverfield, for example, the video looks, like, grainy and all over the place, but the yeah, audio yeah, is, like, yeah, pristine yeah. Dolby surround sound. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> So I guess maybe totally. what we do is like just make the picture that we use for like the upload look really shitty, and yeah, the audio which just is sounds much normal. What we look like anyway. So yeah, just a works. picture of us. Yeah, yeah, that works. But I'm wow. glad you're, I'm glad everybody's doing okay. I'm doing fine. I want to hear about your uh, last minute spur of the moment trip. Um, on you still did it right? You went to Fun Spot. We did. Yeah, we did. It, it, it had been a long. T- We're actually going back again, of course, in a week now. Um, but. <laughs> <laughs> So anybody who listens to this show or knows me knows that Fun Spot, um, which is this huge arcade up in New Hampshire, um, is like a big part of, of our lives and kind of of John's life as well because he has a lot of family history up in that area and um, yeah. went there as a kid and stuff. So it's like a, a close to both of our hearts. And we hadn't been there like four or five months, which for us is a really long time because we try we, long time. we try to go like every, at least every two months, but often we'll go up you know even just you know one Saturday per month if we can. Yeah. Um, just because the kids love it and it's an easy trip to take and it feels like a little mini vacation. Anyway, it had been a long you were time hitting since the point we had where you would, you know, you'd pick up a quarter, you see it on the floor, and you'd start to like shake because you get <laughs> yeah. there, you know, <laughs> like looking for something. I gotta put some it fun in. Spot. I gotta put it in something. <laughs> um, 
And uh, and so you know, I, I realized that the kids had the, the a day off this week, which I had forgotten about because again, I'm terrible at keeping up with school things and knowing what the calendar says. And so you know, I like realized it on Monday, and I just <laughs> and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna fucking take a day off, and I'm gonna take yeah. the kids to fun spot, and Micah can stay home and study, and we'll have a nice day. Um, and it was insane, John. What was insane? What happened? It was, was there barf? In... No, there was not barf. It insane was just in a good way. No, it was just crazy. It was like, (laughs) it's something that I think in the past we could have pulled off without it being that crazy because, uh, I mean, usually when we go, it'll be for the day, but when we can, we like to go overnight, you know, if possible, because it's just easier to pull off. Of course, yeah, because it's like a couple hour drive. It's it's like a two hour drive, and um, if you don't go like first thing in the morning, then that means you're going to be driving for like as long as you're there, so it's kind of, it's just, you know. And our kids are great at driving because they're, you know, against their will, they've been so conditioned to it (laughs) over time. But they're good uh, at driving. That's good. I'm glad you've trained them. They're terrific drivers. They're they're yeah. Formula One. I mean, um, these days you've got all the automation. You know, the cars can mostly drive for themselves, right? Yeah, you can just sit in the back and play Candy Crush, right? Yeah, definitely. Isn't that what you do with a Subaru getting 34 miles per hour? I mean, down? not Candy Crush, but yeah, yeah, yeah something like that. <laughs> exactly. um, so, like, so they were actually the, the car was not. I don't know why I'm like perseverating on the car because the car was not a bad part of this. That was actually a lot of yeah. fun. But when we got there, like, they both had just so much energy because they were so excited about this trip like mm. i got i got a video because it's the first time we've been there since we got a new car and like there was just so many years of these pictures of us like getting there with my old dodge and like pulling up and like getting a picture of the kids getting out and this is oh, the first time yeah. we had the honda for it so like yeah i tried to like get a little photo shoot with him on the hood just for you know memories um and henry like in the middle of it like jumps off the car and starts like smashing the door to fun spot <laughs> trying to like like a fucking zombie and 28 days later and i was like okay so they were just he that was like the glass that was the the energy mode that he was in and jude was yeah. in the entire time and being alone with both of them in that situation where they're both really mobile and they're both like really oh you took them it. alone i didn't realize that yeah 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 it just was. It was just like a lot, uh, and also it's yeah. like a big place. It's kind of dark. There's a lot of keeping tracks of where the kids are going, and then like yelling for one of them because I can't find him anymore, and then just not getting any response for some. reason. There were a lot of moments like that. That being yeah, said, yeah. Um, it was ultimately a really good time, obviously because we're going back again soon, and I'm glad that we did it, and it was worth it to take a day off because I haven't done that in a long time, and I, I needed it personally it was inspiring yeah i mean it was inspiring from my perspective because we were talking in the cafe like the day before and you were just like yeah i'm just gonna take take it off you know yeah and i feel like when you have those opportunities you know it's easy to get bogged down and like what you have to do that week and you know all the shit that comes but um it feels really good to stop that you know well and the reality is most of us can do that you know i mean not all of us we're lucky in that we can take sick days and all that but you know, if we get sick, we do it. So clearly it can happen. It can work to take a day off. That's, you know, a little unplanned. Totally. Especially if it's kind of a light load. And that was a pretty light load that day. So that was, that was really good. That's Um, awesome. But, uh, it was also kind of a pre birthday present for Henry because yesterday was his third birthday, which is crazy. Right. So that that was part of the impetus behind it too, is that in addition to like them being home, me wanting to take a day off, it was also like kind of an early surprise birth. So he was really excited about that. But, three um, years, man. Three years. And it's funny, I have this, like, complex with Henry's birthday that I think is because the first year we had his party, like, nobody came to it. He forgot his it. birthday. <laughs> we, we, we didn't forget it. But it's like, everybody got sick at the last minute, and, like, all of our oh. cousins didn't come, and then, like, extended family didn't come. And so it was, like, really kind of sad. And, like, the excuse that everybody kept saying was, it's only his first birthday. He's not going to remember this, you know. Yeah, and, and, and it's the like, first it's birthday true, for the second kid, right? Because the first the birthday thing. for the first kid, that's when people are like, yeah, you know, it's exciting. You invite, like, way too many people. Yeah. Um, 
and it's like a big thing. And then the second kid is like, yeah, he's he's won. Nobody cares. <laughs> right. Like he's another kid. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, I, yeah. and that, that was the first time I think I really felt that kind of dynamic. So I've become kind of like obsessed with counteracting that, as you can tell mm-hmm. by the spontaneous trip to Fun Spot. And by like we had like three separate celebrations yesterday for it. We're going down to Connecticut tomorrow morning for his big themed birthday party with my parents. We're going back to Fun Spot to celebrate overnight with him, you know, in a couple Disney weeks. Disney World the next day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Staying but at Star Wars. Uh, I just what feel is this. It oh my yeah. God. I, I got Galaxy's go Edge. Yeah. Galaxy's Edge. I just feel this like real need because he is just as special and just as loved and just as unique and just as wonderful as Jude is. And the fact that he is the second born means that nobody's like surprised anymore by yeah, that, you yeah, know? Yeah. And so I'm, I'm always feeling this really defensive, like, I mean, and I was like insufferable. Like I had to apologize to Micah this morning because I was fucking annoying <laughs> about it yesterday. Like I wanted to make sure that he knew at every minute of the day that this was a day that was unconditionally about him and that mm-hmm. like that this was specifically set up for him. There was no connection to anything Jude was doing because like he's always doing stuff that Jude is doing because Jude has all these friends and all these activities and he's always going right, places, right, you know. Right, right. And Henry goes along for the ride and he's really happy with that. And again, yeah. this isn't Henry is not expressing to me this need to be called out. So, like he's a very happy kid and he was like just excited about his birthday. But I feel this like deep thing gnawing at me where I don't want his life to be lived in the shadow of anybody else and I want him to be kind of on his own terms, you know. And this yeah, was a big no, wake up call you. for me today. When I was like, I feel like we probably shouldn't have another kid. <laughs> like, I feel like, because I clearly am, I have this, this real need to make sure that our kids both feel like special and feel like, yeah, you know, yeah. like there's attention being paid to them. And that doesn't mean, and again, like all the fucking, the, uh, this is not like to say that I want my kids to feel like the world revolves around them and that like they're the only, cause that's not what I'm talking about. But what that's I'm what saying, saying is that, that's exactly, that's exactly what, what I'm saying. Yeah. What I'm saying is that it's really important, I think, for them to know that they are treated as unique individuals who exist separate from one another. Just like in any good marriage or good relationship, you have to have a life that's your own, too, that you can share with that other person, right? Like, it's you can't be subsumed by each other. Um, No, I can totally relate. I mean, I feel I've felt this with Luke, and I think of even things like the amount of photos we took. Like, if I looked Mm -hmm. at the photos and compared them, I'm sure Grace would have like ten thousand, and Luke would have like two (laughs) thousand. You know what I mean? It's like one of those things where it's you've done it before, and and some of those moments um, they don't carry as much. Well, they're not as unique, right? Clearly, because they've happened before with a different kid. And so, I don't know, the way I like to look at it is uh, with with subsequent kids, it's maybe <laughs> maybe it's a healthier sort of balance, right? I mean, I think that I, I agree with you in that keeping the, some focus on them, like you do have to sort of um, be mindful of it and uh, maybe practice that a little bit more so that, you know, they don't go totally forgotten. <laughs> right, that's good, but, yeah. But on the flip side, you know, if I look back at it, I'm like, well, you know, I probably could have given Grace a little less attention, you know, like mm-hmm. let her play a little bit more on her own or taken a few less photos or so like, and I think back to my own experience being, you know, a second kid and uh, I don't know, I, I, I definitely relate with what you're saying. I just try to, maybe I'm just trying to justify it and make it easier in myself by saying all this, but... <laughs> Well, you're right it, it does it does give perspective and just like mm-hmm. you know we're all better parents the second time around because we we yeah. already know what yeah. to do and stuff like it's the reason we're better parents is because we've already been through it because it's not right. new anymore right yeah so yeah, like yeah. so it's not like a necessarily a, a bad thing and maybe part mm-hmm. of this comes out of my guilt of being the oldest kid and feeling mm-hmm. um like my sister would always be kind of not getting like hand-me-downs but um yeah <laughs> but like but but that it was always 
you know, she was always seen, and not always, but for a long time seen in the context of she's my little sister, you know? Right, right, right. Also because just when you go through school, like, everybody knows you, and then they meet your little sibling because you could, they come along next, you know? Especially after Patrick Green. Right, which you. is just I mean, a shadow the size of fucking Jupiter, right? <laughs> the, you know, the police no, notices. Point. I mean, yeah. I feel like, though, on the other side, there's the special thing of being the youngest where you are, you know, you're the baby. You, you get probably more attention for a longer period of time because it has shifted so that you're the one who is a little bit more maybe um lavished with some of the attention that goes with being you know younger like obviously you're a baby and i feel like with a second kid or with a first kid rather um maybe they grow up a little faster you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. they go from being the baby to the sec the older kid who has to like help out and you know, so anyway, there's some dynamic there too, I feel like. Um, and I say all this, of course, because I'm also uh, a middle child. So right. that means I didn't get either of those things. Right. And uh, and it's why I'm so perfect. So that's it. <laughs> the best of both, <laughs> as Hannah Montana says, you are the best of both worlds. Yeah. Or the worst of both worlds. Or the but, worst. You we know, we this, should have another I, uh, siblings episode, I think, at some point. It's, it's, well, I think it's about well, time for a check-in on that. I feel like it could be. But, you know, the other thing is if you if you want to call an audible here... You said something that piqued my interest, and it's something mm. I definitely want to make sure. I want to make sure we do dig into at some point, which is like feeling the pressure of figuring out whether we want to have another kid. Mm. Well, that's a big. <laughs> that's a big question. It's a big one. You want to save it, or do you want to jump in? Um, what are you feeling? I mean, it's either that, or I talk about my dying cat. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, that's, it's a, it's it's this is whatever you want to go on. I'll, I will I will leave it, leave it to you. <laughs> All right, let's hear it from the audience. If you want to hear about pets this episode, go ahead and give us... Maybe do a finger snap. Yeah. Can you do that? From the future, send it back in time on three, two, one. Okay. Okay, there were 4,024 finger snaps. Yep. Okay, if you want us to uh, switch to... Wait, wait, which one was the first option? I already forgot. (laughs) The first option was pets. Okay, so if you want us to pull an audible and talk about siblings slash having more kids, snap your fingers in three, two, one. Oh, there's a clear winner. Yeah, I think so. It's the pet. Yeah. (laughs) Is that what you heard? No, I actually heard the siblings. Oh! But you know what? I have my future hearing has to be checked in with, so you know I might need a, a little bit of a checkup. You get your stomach acids looked at. I'll get my ears looked at. All right, we'll be good to go. Let's talk about your cat who's dying, and I apologize. Just and we'll come. We'll come back to the. I, I want to come back to the kid thing. It'll be yeah. good when we can hold hands and be in person for that one. That's true. We'll need that. We'll need that. Yeah, we're gonna need it. So, you know, I've been thinking a lot about pets. Um, my phone's ringing, so I'm just gonna ignore that. Um, and why do I get so many? You have Spammers a phone. Are so Wait, was that a was that a, ho- a home phone? <laughs> it's hooked up to the to the wall with a cord. No, it's not. It's so I have a portable phone that uses Bluetooth to connect to my mobile phone. What? So it ba- it means you can answer the phone in any room in your house. Like it's it's a phone that could be used for you know a landline as well. But, but can't you just do that with your mobile phone? Well, I don't have multiple phones in different rooms to be able to answer it. Yeah, but isn't it just in I've... your pocket? No. <laughs> no. You know the portable phones that they made? Oh, you mean is my phone in my pocket? No, I don't Wait, just leave no, it in you're my saying is this a landline that you have? It's not it's phone it's phone. You that have could a landline. <laughs> is it VoIP? <laughs> no. I do not have a landline. I used wow, to. Wow, you have like, a landline. Like several... Yes, you do. 
I feel like I'm being judged pretty harshly. Well, you know, I, w- I was in I was in an offsite work session yesterday uh, at somebody's yeah, house, yeah. Uh, and sh- and she's not like that much older than than you know us or anything. Uh, she's also also a vice president, <laughs> so she might have the money to spend on phones like this. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but while we were there, like the phone rang, and it was like, and I was yeah. thinking, like, this is so I haven't heard this in years. And then she like got up and like picked up a phone and was like, "Hello," like she didn't know who it was yet because she didn't. Even, That's amazing. It was just like a. F- and I was like, man, That's I haven't what I heard have. that happen in so long until this recording session because it's exactly what you have, John. Yeah, it is what I have, exactly right? what you have. I was thinking about this yesterday because um, Grace was pretending to be on a phone call with me and she was holding up her hand like this where it was just a flat right. hand held up to her ear. Right. And, and I held my hand up to talk to her like this, right? With like oh you know, the pink, just your pinky and your thumb out. And then I'm Classic. like, wait a minute. This doesn't mean anything anymore. <laughs> yeah. I, I do you wonder know? that sometimes because when we see movies and things with phones in them. Yeah, yeah. The, I, don't, I don't think it, I think the kids understand that that, that that was a phone at one point, but it must be such I an guess. abstract idea to them at this at this point so know? we're going to talk about phones now this is this is the, the episode, phones right? episode congratulations <laughs> no so, tell, so me, tell me about your dying cat well so you know i've been thinking about uh, um pets you know we we've had um our cat malcolm for nine years i think and we actually got him right after we got married or no i'm sorry before was it when we got married when the hell did we get married we'll just say that it was when we got married um and Bethany's gonna condo. break through the window and and kill you kind of. <laughs> I know. No, it definitely was because we we got married and bought a condo at the same time. The one with the black walls. And within, yeah, you think it's black walls for some black reason walls. in your memory, but we had walls. zero black walls. Yeah, black walls. So, um, and landlines everywhere. Yes. Um, they're just phones. Just <laughs> landlines, just rotary. <laughs> oh man. So we got Malcolm because uh, you know Bethany was home more at that point. Um, you know, I think it was certain days of the week she went in a little bit later to work, and she just felt like. She had never been in a home that didn't have some living thing in it uh, beyond, you know, aside from her. And so she <laughs> like, just, what is she? <laughs> so she felt like, uh, you know, so she wanted to get, and, and I was very much on board with eventually getting a pet, but I think I, I wanted to, um, for me, I actually wanted to like, you know, live a little while together, the two of us without, um, a pet or, you know, another living thing. Cause that was just, I mean, certainly we didn't have kids for a few years cause we wanted to kind of live ourselves for a little while mm-hmm. and um you know we ended up working through it and and uh getting the pet so uh, and malcolm the cat and <clears throat> wow hope i don't barf um it's <laughs> common i can see today. it i can see it fully formed <laughs> pinto beans oh man so <laughs> so we got malcolm and uh you know he's been a great cat um and it's been interesting you know bringing the kids in because of course i don't know if you can relate to this um but you know, he immediately went down to the bottom of the totem pole in terms of the amount of attention that he gets compared to our kids naturally. Oh, yeah. And, uh, so, but you know, he's been pretty fine with that. Um, but, uh, you know, and the kids actually believe it or not are pretty amazing with him, like very gentle, not, not pulling his tail, that kind of stuff, but he pretty much just does his own thing and mm-hmm. it's fine. He doesn't bother them and they don't bother him. But was he different um, from that before the kids came into the picture? Um, no, he was, he was kind of like a, he's always he, been kind of doing his own thing. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. You know, cats. I mean, they. Yeah. I mean, well, he Ripley's certainly like that too. Yeah, and if you were like sitting on the couch, she'd come on you and stuff like that, which he still does. Um, are you looking for your cat right yeah, now? Yeah, she's asleep. Yeah, mine's mine's like over there. I can I can see him lying next to me over there, <laughs> probably just like pissed at me as I talk about him right now. Um, <laughs> you have a an incredibly believable. I forgot how believable your cat sounds. Sound good, is. doesn't it? It does. Yeah. 
It's they speak. Scary. They speak back to me, John. Honestly, sometimes I, I will do I that noise. I'll be like, ah, and then they will like stop what they're doing and they'll look up and then they'll start feverishly humping my leg. <laughs> Has that actually happened? No, it's not happened. But no, they, but they so. do acknowledge it. They turn around. And they you know they get yeah they, yeah yeah yeah. They're me. like, what the fuck is that guy doing? Yeah, they're like, what is this human? Clearly human. Well, not yeah yeah that yeah, clearly. yeah But anyway, go well, on. Well, that's true. So anyway, we've had him for a while, and so maybe like uh, uh, two months ago now, at least over you know a month and a half, he started to uh, to just like throw up every night, which you know that's not a good sign. Um, getting getting a lot <laughs> of throwing up in your household. I don't know if there's a theme I know what here, the fuck, but, man. Yeah. Maybe there's just a throwing up uh, thing going around for, you know, a month, two months. So we brought him to the vet and, you know, they do a certain level of tests. Um, and this is another aspect of it where we have to decide how much, how far do we want to go even with the testing? Because everything is so mm-hmm. expensive. We don't have insurance for this animal. Right. Um, and so, you know, we did x-rays and some blood work and kept it at that. And basically it, the, um, radiologist is that who looks at x-rays they think that he has lymphoma um but you know they're not sure they think certainly they see a tumor um in his uh intestines and so it's most likely lymphoma based on what's going on because he's also like losing weight i have no idea okay can cats Um, get hodgkins versus not i don't even know what that means i don't know you're the one had cancer john yeah but i don't i didn't have lymphoma you fought cancer as a boy So, you know, first of all, we had to decide, like, do we want to proceed with more testing? Because to actually find out for sure, you have to go through um, ultrasound, and that's like another 500 bucks just to find out. And and in either case, you know, it's likely going to lead to a surgery, which, you know, we pretty much knew we weren't going to go down that path, um, given that, you know, first of all, it's not a sure thing that um, he would actually recover right and also frankly like we don't have that kind of you know disposable income to spend on him like thousands of dollars so we we decided you know we're gonna just kind of let him live for as long as he's able to and and you know and as soon as we start to see that he's maybe um, suffering certainly we'll um, put him down I guess but um, it obviously has us thinking about pets and I, I thought it'd be a good topic to bring up because like you know, we, we already had an animal, so we never had that decision point with having kids to say, should we get an animal? And now, you know, we're kind of facing that. And the way I look at it, at least right now where we're at with having a two and four year old is I think I'd like a little more time without another living thing in the house. (laughs) So I'm pretty much back to where I was, You're back. you know, when we were first, um, and, and Bethany is, is feeling like, you know, she'd want to probably within a couple months get another animal. And I'm like, Whoa, you know, like I I think I need a little space. Um, a little time before that. Cause you know, it's like hard enough to keep up with the kids and you know, maybe this is actually a good conversation to have before we have the one about having a third kid. Cause mm-hmm. probably if I don't want to have another pet, I probably shouldn't, <laughs> if that's going to be too much work for me that I probably shouldn't have another kid. Right. Um, but you know, it's, it's tough because I definitely, I know that at some point I want to have animals around my kids. Like I, I do feel like, you know, it's nice to have a pet. It teaches them how to sort of care for another creature and like, you know, I think there's a lot of good that comes out of it, the companionship and all that. Um, but yeah, I mean, so I'd be curious for, from your perspective, is, is it true? You, you said, I didn't actually even know that you had a cat because you, you lost a cat only a few years ago, right? Yeah, Peanut. Yeah, yeah and Peanut. he was a very different um, animal. 
was he an alien or what was he? he was yeah he was not terrestrial <laughs> no he was he was a, a cat that had a lot of characteristics of dog so you know my the dog growing up that i got for my seventh or my eighth birthday was bowser who was a he was an english bulldog and he was just like that's a great you know, my name best for an english bulldog all throughout my childhood did you name him what's that did you name him oh yeah yeah after the mario character it's so of course. good I, was an I mean but it's yeah. so perfect yeah i love it yeah um, and he was just wonderful, but he was, you know, very, you know, bulldogs are not the most like athletic animals and not the yeah. most energetic dogs. <laughs> so there's a lot of just kind I of mean, like, to be fair, they probably around. shouldn't exist. Like, you know, the, right. the anatomy of a bulldog, it's just probably shouldn't work, but it does. They're kind of, they're kind of an impossibility. Um, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but they're wonderful animals and actually very intelligent, really sweet. And, uh, mm-hmm. so there's a lot of just, you know, days where we would just kind of like be snuggled up together, you know, reading or watching something and, you know, and going for walks that Playing were like four, four steps and then coming back home cause you'd be tired. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> so peanut for me was definitely a pet that was, um, in that vein, which is a, an animal that I definitely can appreciate. Maybe because mm. I'm such a high energy person, it's good to have an animal that will kind of chill you out a little bit, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. and peanut I got uh, from a shelter when I was just moving to Boston for grad school. Mm-hmm. And I was totally alone. Micah wasn't even, you know, living with me at that point. Yeah. Um, and it was, it was very quiet except for the fish, which I've, you know, I've always had tons of fish um, until recently. Which is which a is whole a different story. And that's but, an intense thing, too. I mean, to yeah. speaking of pets, right? I mean, you had many, you had piranhas, right? We did it. Yeah, we had uh, we, we had four piranhas. Actually, five if you count, if you count the black piranha that I sold to a dude in Clinton. But yeah, no, but yeah, we, we had we had that piranhas for a long time. And we had a a rather large collection of African primitive yeah. fishes, which is really the the species the, the the type of fish that I really got into. Um, yeah, and then yeah. and then but they all they all died kind of cataclysmically about actually almost exactly two years ago. It'd be, it'd be two years next month. Wow, and that was just the worst because I had those since I was you know a student. Um, so that was like bad. Yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah. But Peanut was, you know, definitely like a, I wanted a pet that I could like be in contact with, and so he was great because he was this kind of slow, like ESP contact with. <laughs> yeah, just speak. Well, not even I could just yeah, speak yeah, his yeah. language too, literally. But right. he was just so like a slow, thing. snuggly yeah, animal you know, that I could yeah. that could just like sit out with me while I was up working on you know on my music sure. and stuff. Um, and he was great. And then you know, Micah moved in, and he was still like just really, really chill. And we had you know kids, and um, Henry never got to meet him, but Jude did. You know, and Jude yeah, got to yeah. spend a few really nice years with him. But uh, it turns out the reason he was so slow all the time is because he had diabetes, and we didn't know that until oh, wow. a few years. Yeah, did you not know this? Um, maybe I did at one point, but like <laughs> everything okay. else you say. I told you a lot of other shit. I, well, I, I know that he had some health issues, but I didn't recall that it was diabetes specifically. Yeah, he had undiagnosed diabetes for a few years, uh, and mm-hmm. it, it was not, you know, we, we got him, there was no indication that he had it. And we got him when he was four, so he was already kind of like, you know, he was an, he was an adult cat who yeah, probably yeah, should yeah. have already had stuff done to mitigate that situation but he hadn't right. and then um he had a, a pancreatitis and he had a, went into shock um at home and we took him to the uh, to the vet and of course you know I, I mean we really loved that animal and we hadn't had him for that long like at that point it was probably two years and we didn't have any kids yeah. yet um you know we didn't have the we i mean i, I think micah I, I guess she was out of school but we were still deferring the student loan debt we just we were in a different place financially you were rolling in dough we yeah. were rolling in it um and i was like yeah sure like let's let's go ahead and pay for everything right yeah but yeah. also i had no idea what that meant in terms of cost i had just no i had no context for that partly because yeah. i've been knocking on wood pretty healthy in my life so i haven't really been like i haven't seen medical bills that much well and, and it's one of those things where once you go down the path right it's like one thing leads to another and you start and you know putting the money into it and you're like well i can't stop now you know it's like gambling <laughs> right well and it's also like the uh what's it the the lost cost sunk cost fallacy 
Is that what that's yeah, called? Yeah, 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 exactly. Which is different. That's is. like an ideological thing. But in terms of right, like, right, right, right. In terms no, of money, there's... though, in this case, you've you've already invested a lot into this situation, yeah. not yeah. continuing to go in that direction, right? Mm-hmm. But but even before we got there, like there was just that initial hospital, you know, um, admittance form, and you know, of course, we're going to pay to. We're not going to euthanize him without having an idea what's going on. So we're like, yeah, so <laughs> know, save right? save him. He's clearly in agony right now. He's yeah, like losing yeah. consciousness. And then board him overnight as long as you need to to keep tabs on him. And then it became like, well, he has, you know, his has all these issues tied to his diabetes. You know, he's going to have to be on insulin. We're going to have to, like, do all the stuff. You know, do you want us to resuscitate him? You know, we decided to do it once. And then after that, you know, don't. So they did. He actually died while he was there Holy and shit. was resuscitated one time. And then so we that actually never did have two until lives. the end. <laughs> he did. He had at least two. Yeah, at least two. <laughs> Um, but that first say he was in the hospital for 10 days and it was a $10,000 bill. Oh my God. And we had no idea it was going to be that, like literally oh. just no, no idea it was that expensive. And of course, yeah. cause there's no, we had no um, insurance for him cause he, we didn't think we needed that because we didn't know that he had a preexisting condition, which right, then made course. it impossible yeah. for us to get it. You know, we paid out of pocket for that and we had to borrow money from my parents and it was just like, yeah. it was just horrible. Um, but of course then like, you know, then we spent years paying that off and then he has another you know, situation like this, but by this point, like the, with the sunk cost thing, we're we're so invested in this cat who's been a wonderful animal that we don't want to yeah, like let yeah. go. So we kind of uh, we kept on going, but with this thing in the back of our heads that if this if we could ever tell that he didn't want to fight anymore, that yeah. we would that would we would really listen to him. And there was a time like eventually when he got sick again, and uh, it was like the third time that he would have gone through that, and mm. we could just tell that he was like getting older and he wasn't he didn't have like the fight, and, and it was it was incredibly hard, but. Yeah. Um, you know, it was the right thing to do. And then, you know, we waited about a year, maybe a year and mm-hmm. a half. I think, mm-hmm. you know, I think it was actually a year and a half. Um, and Micah was the one who was really like, you know, I want to get another cat. And I was not in that place personally. Yeah. Um, Why weren't you? Because I was really attached to Peanut. He was just a great, mm-hmm. I, he was a, a real like soul connection animal for me. I really love that cat. Yeah. Um, and I, and I knew that I wouldn't, because I'm not a cat person really. So I, I kind of knew that I wouldn't find another cat that I would love like as deeply as I loved Peanut. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wouldn't want to like do that to another animal, but at the same time, you mean not love them fully. Yeah, because because I just wouldn't be capable half-ass of it, it, right? Yeah, and I, you know I don't like half-assing anything. Right? <laughs> um, but we found Ripley, and she was really wonderful, and she's extremely different. Um, and I don't have as deep of a connection with her, but I do love her in a different way, and yeah. uh, and I'm really glad that she's part of our family. And Henry is the one who like is head over heels for this animal oh that's and awesome he never got to meet peanut you know but he has yeah. this relationship with with ripley which where she is extremely patient you know just like malcolm mm-hmm. is right and she's totally cool with him like sitting on her and climbing on her and petting her and he knows like not to pull her tail not to like yeah, stress her yeah, out not to yeah. pet her if she's sleeping um and he really nurtures her and it brings out the best in him Mm-hmm. And uh, and I love it. And you know, Jude has been pretty good about feeding her, you know, regularly. Like he he usually remembers to do that in the morning and get her water. Um, and and so it's been a good thing for Jude also as a from a caretaking standpoint, I think, and getting him used yeah. to this idea. Yeah. Um, and then of course Peter, our, our lizard, who is of course, yeah, a matter of inches from my head right now, and is staring at me because he can hear me talking and he wants more <laughs> fucking super worms. You're not getting any, Peter. You chill. I'm just imagining like a full size dragon that starts to emerge you know, out of the side of the camera. Yeah. Um, so, so he was a present really for Jude. Um, and because, because he expressed interest in reptiles and, you know, we had an opportunity to get all this equipment from somebody who's getting rid of it and he's been mm. great. So, you know, uh, that's, you know, that's, that's our, 
Those were our pets. But I have not been able to go back to fish because that was too traumatic. And because yeah, I was the one who I was traumatic. really like I was really the one who was behind the fish thing, obviously, because like I, I was like obsessive about that for such a long yeah. time. Because you and I, I can't and I can't I can't go back there right now. I just yeah. I just can't. Yeah. It's it's too much. But um yeah, but I think I think having a pet in the family is a really important thing if you can swing it and i wanted to bring something else up that you mentioned it's interesting how there is a definite connection between pets and having more children right today this very Mm -hmm. morning when i mentioned to micah semi-jokingly that the fact that i was so stressed about henry having a good birthday is a good indicator that maybe we like should (laughs) not have kids after this yeah 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 um and she was like well then like if we don't have kids we're at least getting a dog right and i was like yeah sure right Uh. because it's this sort of like it's this it's just this intuitive thing that we all think of. I think which it's is true, like, though. Yeah, totally. Right? It's like they're on this spectrum, right? And it's like, you know, a, a pet is like a half kid. It's like... <laughs> yeah. It's it's stepped down in terms of the care that it needs. And even there are levels within pets, of course, too, because, you know, what, one of the things I like about a cat is that knowing that we're going to be at work all day mm-hmm. and we're not going to send the animal to, like, a daycare, um, you know, so that really, I feel like, limits us to a cat right now. Um, I, I know there are probably dogs that are fine being indoors all day or whatever, but, um, yeah, I don't know what the future will look like. I mean, I, I always thought of myself more of as a dog person, but having a cat now for a while, I do kind of like the low maintenance of it. Um, they are very low maintenance, especially if they don't have diabetes, you know, have to give them injections yeah. and monitor their blood sugar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Ripley, like, I, I mean, she's like, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of joking about the fact that she's like asleep right now, but I actually don't know if she's asleep because I haven't seen her in like four she hours. She could be dead. I just, yeah. She's, maybe yeah. she's dead. I don't know. But there'll be days <laughs> where I'll be like, is Ripley like in the house? And then she'll come down usually with a, with a mouse in her mouth and she'll be like, Row! I'll be like, okay. that's pretty funny. She's a predator. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, they're, they're very, they're very too. different. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah. So, I mean, you know, for us, it's like, there's also this awkward time now where, uh, we're kind of just waiting (laughs) for him to go. So how is he doing? Is he, is he comfortable or? Yeah. I mean, it's weird because during the day, you know, for the most part, he seems pretty decent. Like he's certainly sleeping more and a little less active, but Mm -hmm. you know, he's still like coming up to us for attention and, um, I've cut him down just to wet food because the dry food seemed to be more of an issue. Um, and you know, he's still throwing up like comment frequently and now he's doing he the really? thing, which I, yeah. And now he's doing the thing, which I feel like is a sign of any cat who's on their way out, which is that he's, um, pooping and peeing in like random places. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, we have like a shoe, a container for shoes, which we've cleared all the shoes out because he's now like thinks that's a litter box or something. I don't know what's right. going on there, but, um, so it's like this weird thing where you have to figure out when it's the right time because cats are so stoic and it's, it's like, uh-huh. he could be suffering. Um, and you know, there's certainly a part of me who's feeling ready <laughs> for uh-huh. him to go. Um, so I can't pretend that it's all about, you know, me wanting to like stop his suffering. Like I, it's kind of annoying to have to pick up puke and, uh, <laughs> and, and poop and pee every day. Right. Um, so I don't know. We'll see where things go and, you know, trying to do it, um, humanely and figure it out. But, but, you know, then it'll be this thing of like, when, when do we feel like another pet is right? And, um, I think maybe there's not much of a debate here cause we're both on the same page in terms of pets generally being a good thing for, to have around kids, mm-hmm. um, which I don't disagree with. I think for us it's, or for me, it's just more about knowing the, the amount of work right now with the two and four year old, um, which is certainly much less than, you know, even a year ago when we had a one and three right. year old, but, um, it feels like, you know, starting from the beginning with a new pet and also knowing that, you know, you don't know what you're going to get really. So like, 
you could have one that's destructive or not good with the kids or all these other things. Um, and for all those reasons, I'm like, ugh, not really looking forward to having to start from scratch again, you know? Totally. But, you know, you, you see, see how you feel when the house is emptier again and, you know, what, yeah. it, what it feels like. I think um, it's, it's interesting talking about Malcolm, like, being stoic. That was that was actually the reason why Peanuts um, di- diabetes was undiagnosed for so long. Is because yeah. he was like, yeah. he would really not give an indication. And even when he was in a pancreatitic mode, when, like, his organs were actually failing, like, he would not act any differently at isn't all. that wild until he would just not be able to pick himself up and we'd be like oh my god he's sick again right yeah yeah but like it's yeah cats are really difficult with that whereas with ba- bowser had cancer he died of uh, kidney cancer mm-hmm. and I, I i you know it, there was never a question that he was not being himself you know like yeah, as soon as yeah. as soon as he started getting sick it was just he was clearly something was going on mm. and then we like took him in and had the biopsy i mean and dogs are then, so much more expressive right i mean i think that's part yeah. of it they, and they they really wear their hearts on their on their sleeves you know yeah on their uh, they're non-existent paws. sleeves <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so we'll see where it goes you know uh, i don't know what's gonna happen next and what we'll do um, have you talked to the kids inter- about it no, um, we've we've let them know that he's sick because like you know they'll see like poop somewhere on the floor and they're like it'll be like daddy know, was like, that you yeah 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 again exactly. Grace <laughs> Grace will be like complaining about it you know like whining about the fact that there's poop there um, so and making us clean it up which you know obviously we do but it's not like the first thing I do when I walk in the door um, don't you hate that so, feeling what's you that home, you, don't you hate that like I feel like there's this moment when I get home where I I really need five minutes where I'm not doing anything like productive. Yeah, like yeah, I need, yeah. and even honestly, five minutes is it's it. It's not sometimes. even possible anymore though. But like, but sometimes I, I mean, there are days where I literally be like family, like I'm going to just sit on the floor for a second. And then I would just like put my backpack down and I would just <laughs> sit on the hard floor and just like breathe. Yeah. And then like that, and then I'll get up and then I'm okay. But if there's, if there's like an active biohazard contaminant, like, you know, like yeah. a sick cat's shit, like you, you have to do something about it because the kids are going to step in it. So yeah, that's, that that can be frustrating, or eat it, you know. Yeah, there's well, that. and apparently <laughs> Luke has some weird stomach shit going on. So you know, maybe that's oh man, maybe that's Actually, what it maybe is. He's, maybe he's a poop eater. You ever think of that? Wow, I never thought about that. I yeah. guess I got to put the cat down now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but when is that happens, that... though, do you have a game plan? Well, so I I'm going to be vulnerable in sharing this. I I there's a part of me that wants to look into i'm sure this is not at all a good thing to do and i shouldn't even look into it but like can you put your own cat down <laughs> like at home yes <laughs> that is <sighs> fucked up that you're even saying I know. that i know what are you talking I told about you, i told you i was gonna be vulnerable you mean you want to I mean, kill you want to kill your own animal <laughs> like with your hands like strangle it to death like what are you talking about you're gonna shoot snap it? its neck steven seagal it you <laughs> oh know? my god no, I don't know. I mean, surely if I started looking at like Reddit, I bet there's a fucking thread about, you know, some concoction that like does the trick. I'm just, <laughs> it, it just yeah, and then people get arrested for like literally arrested for doing that. You don't really like this for cat. A cat? Yeah. yeah. You fucking really hate this don't. cat, don't you? I fucking hate him. I can't wait for him to die. You're, no, you're like so kidding. excited about this. No, but I mean, because the thing is, I know that this is going to be like a huge event now. Uh, mm-hmm. to, to go to a hospital, you know, and to coordinate it all and figure out, like, are we going to bring the kids or not and all this other stuff, whereas if I... Fi- <laughs> if you if just strangle it in the bathtub or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing this because oh, I love man. you. I know, yeah, I'm a do terrible not person. do that. 
I'm not going to do it. I'm, I'm just saying there's a part of me that wanted to start ha- looking into you, it. Have you euthanized a pet uh, like in, in an appropriate <laughs> setting before, like at a hospital? Have you been through that before? Yes, I have. With Bethany's, um, Bethany had, you know, a cat growing up. And so it was after we started dating that the cat was old and um, was clearly ready. And you're like, and Bethany, so, please let me take this. Please let me take this. Yeah, yeah, And she's yeah. like, no, so we're taking it to the hospital. You're like, let me just fucking take this life. <laughs> I have a deep darkness within me. A void that I can never oh, fill. I mean, I'm not going to do it, but, you know, there's no part of you that, like, is in- curious about that? No. No, not at all. All right. So maybe I, maybe I should be on, uh, maybe I should, and rather than being so concerned about Luke becoming a serial killer, maybe I should be a little more yeah, worried should, about myself. Maybe you should look into it. <laughs> I mean, I, I see, like, the pragmatic aspect of that, about wanting to, like, you know, not make a huge thing of it. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I cannot ever imagine actually willfully doing that. I know. Could you, could you actually imagine either. really doing that? I don't think so. Certainly not if it was like the, the physical, you know, like literally, you know, strang- <laughs> strangling him or something. Um, but you know, where I have like thought about poison? this. Like rat poison? You've thought about that? What's that? Would you do like rat poison? But see, then I've thought about it to the extent that I would, I thought that would be terrible because then right. if you, for some reason it's the wrong amount or something goes wrong, like the whole point is, you know, you want him to go out, you know, yeah. without, because even if it's the right pain. amount, that's, you're dying from a nerve agent. That's terrible, yeah, exactly. right? It yeah. is terrible. But w- where I have thought about this is mm-hmm. when it comes to our food and like, you know, people around the world are, are killing, you know, things like chickens, right. um, routine, eat them. routinely and then, you know, eating them. And that's something I've thought about because I feel like. I don't know. There's something about it that I feel like experiencing it at least once in my life um, would give me some more appreciation for what I'm eating. Because, like, we're so far removed from it. So maybe I'll just kill Malcolm and eat him. Killing your cat and eating your cat? <laughs> what the fuck? This episode is getting weird, John. What are you I'm, talking I'm about? Con- that was a joke. I was connecting it to the chicken. I'm saying in, in some part of my life, I feel like I would like to kill an animal that I'm eating, not Oh, my, yeah. Well, my I've cat. done that. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, Have you done that? Oh, sure. Yeah. And, like I, and I'm racked with guilt about it, actually. What did you kill? Well, fish. Primarily, I, I was I, I was really remember oh, I was duh. the I was of the course. president of the fishing club growing up. That's a more practical um, thing. I did not know you were president of a fishing club. I've never like murdered a a, a pet and <laughs> eaten it before. Uh, I I was there was a time in my life before uh, before the NRA kind of became what it's been becoming, where I was more into hunting. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I never actually shot an animal. Mm-hmm. I just shot targets at lessons that I was taking and things like that in high school. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, but but the reason why I never like shot and killed an animal is because it's something I can't really get. I can't really get my my head around. I, I just I couldn't do it. I mean, I, I honestly like I don't step on bugs. Like I, I we've talked about. Oh this yeah, in the we've past, talked right? about yeah, this. Yeah, right, right, with, you're right, with, right. Yeah, you're but, the sociopath. So if it came to like situation. a chicken, would you ever consider that? Um, if it were like a pet chicken, no, I'm saying like. A chicken on a farm, you know, if, if for, you went on, let's just say you find this, uh, f- you know, farm to table, mm-hmm. amazing restaurant where they also give you the option to, you know, like you go to the lobster place and you can pick your lobster. Right. You can pick your chicken and kill it. Would you do it? No. I don't, like, it's not something I want to do. I just feel it like. It sounds like you want to do it, John. Yeah, I can't wait. It sounds I've like you like, are obsessed with this right now. I, I've got, like, a, a plans all over, you know, a wall of how I will do it. You know, there's a great David Foster Wallace essay on lobsters, specifically called Consider the Lobster, which I recommend you yes, take a I've, listen to. Yes, I've heard of it, but I have yeah. not actually But, you know, it. at the same time, like, I'm not a vegan, so, like, I, I'm clearly eating animals, well, and, you know, and routinely, especially chickens. That, I fucking love chicken. 
Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. So, like, I feel like I want to have more appreciation for the fact that that was a living thing and, and mm-hmm. at least having that experience, you know, because we basically get to pay other people to kill our food for us. Right. You know, so it'd be, I feel like maybe at some point in my life I'll, I'll just, you know, kill a chicken. I feel like I'd probably become a vegan after that. I, I think that would yeah, fuck me up maybe I would. I mean, I, I still feel deeply guilty about the fish that I, I killed, which is crazy, but it's... it's well, it's and, and I say all this, and I know that when it actually came to it, I, I don't know if I actually would do it. <laughs> but you would definitely 100% kill Malcolm, though, if you could. Yeah, he's he's going to die. He's, he's, his day is coming. <laughs> well, when it does, uh, I hope you guys are okay, and I hope the kids are okay with it, and you know, you, you feel like you prepared them enough? I think they will say where's malcolm and we'll say what happened you know that he was sick and and uh he died because i want to be clear about it Mm -hmm. and they'll say oh you know they'll maybe be sad for a little bit and then like the next day they'll forget about him that's what i think will happen yeah (laughs) because they're you know certainly luke is at a young enough age where you know he's not going to really get it um and grace um you know she's never been close to him because like he won't give her the opportunity you know like Mm -hmm. After a few seconds, if she tries to pet him or something, he'll go off and do his own thing. So, right. I don't think it'll be that big of a thing. But, um, you know, certainly I like our death episode. Um, this is an opportunity to help the kids understand, you know, the concept. So, mm-hmm. um, so there's that. But, uh, you know, I don't think we'll like bring them to the hospital with us or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. You don't need um, to do that. So, but, but definitely I was surprised at how, how okay Peanut's death was with Jude actually. Yeah. Like he, he, he did, he did get over it. Like it was something that would come up periodically over the weeks where he would be like, it, it, it wasn't really quite sinking How old in. was he? Three. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I feel like now, uh, and of course now he doesn't really remember Peanut, which, yeah. which is, is super depressing, but you know, of course it's yeah. okay. It's the way but life is. But, you know, but we do yeah. show the kids pictures of him sometimes and sort of talk about him and, you know, tell, yeah. tell stories about him. Because he really was a great, a great animal. And, like, I'm really yeah. glad that they get that. At least you got time with him. And I'm really glad that Henry gets time with Ripley. So keep yeah, it open. Awesome. You might get another pet. Oh, I'm, I'm sure we're going to. It's just But if a the pet mysteriously why. dies in the middle of the night, I'm fucking <laughs> on to you, John Abdullah. I know exactly what is happening in that fucking household. Oh, man. We'll see what happens. I'll keep you posted. Sounds good. Um, and uh, oh, what was I going to say about that? I feel like there was one, uh, nope, it went away again. It was like really close. It came, you know, up to the front of my brain and then it was just like, it dashed it like, away. Yeah. It just ran away. Cause it's been one of those weeks, you know, where all the thoughts are just gone. I think that's just you. Oh, that might be it. <laughs> no, no, I'm having one of those weeks too. I can relate. Plus it's rainy out. We're on Skype. It's weird, but it's yeah. okay. You're covered in vomit. Your cat's okay. dying next to your feet right now. You know? Yeah. It's natural. It'll be fine. I am tired of cleaning up the rope, though, I must say. I don't know well, how much more of this it. I can take. So, Well, you're getting sick, so you're going to be cleaning up a lot this weekend, I'm telling you. <laughs> oh, God. Mark my words. <laughs> oh, man, I hope not. All right, well, you know, this was probably not an episode you actually have enjoyed listening to. Uh, talking about <laughs> <laughs> dead animals and puke. <laughs> this is our Halloween episode. <laughs> But you know, we're just winging it. You know, for those who are, for those, <laughs> sometimes for those, those are, wings are uh, the fucking devil's fucking leathery bat wings flapping over <laughs> desiccated corpses in a field. Yeah. That's true. And thank you to our new listeners who are trying to figure out what the fuck this show is after hearing <laughs> after hearing about our live episode. This is under kids and family. What the fuck? <laughs> oh man, I hope you enjoy your pets. And uh, let us know if you have any tips about how to put your animal down. <laughs> humanely. 
and like how to really enjoy it like so it's like memorable you know in like a good way <laughs> oh man all right i'll talk to you again See in person bye guys see you later bye